Hey everyone, welcome to Entrepreneurship by Design with Dr. C. I'm your host, Dr. Caroline, and thank you so much for joining us today. Entrepreneurship looks different for everyone. How and why we start our business, challenges that occur, pivots we have to make, success we achieve, all while life is happening. That's why I love sharing these inspiring entrepreneurs with you and shed light that there is enough room for everyone to succeed and thrive, even if you're in the same industry. I'm so glad you're here with us today because we have an incredible guest with us, Jamie Gillowin. Jamie is an international speaker, best-selling author, and sales automation expert who has built and saved multiple businesses. She is one of the most successful key partners in the world whose tactics, coaching, and campaigns have been used by some of the biggest names in business for one simple reason. They work. Drawing from a wide range of experts along with partnerships and licensing agreements with leaders like Grant Cardone, Ryan Dice, and Michael E. Gerber. Jamie teaches business strategy, sales, and mindset through Keep It Simple Strategies and her personal brand, Jamie G. She's a trusted advisor to scores of companies and businesses worldwide and accounted for millions of dollars in closed sales and millions of hours in saved time. How much of that could have been yours? Thank you so much for being here today, Jamie. It is such a pleasure to have you, and I would love for you to just dive into your journey, how you got here today, and then we can go a little bit deeper. Thank you so much, Dr. C. It's uh, it's fun to talk about my journey. You know, so many times we're involved in business, we're doing things and going about what's going on, and our life takes a turn. And all of a sudden, we're kind of looking around saying, what the heck just happened? Mm -hmm. And end up being where we are. So yeah. mine was like that. Back in 2007, I was a co-founder of a real estate office in Hilton Head, South Carolina. Life was pretty good. I had a second row beach, second row beach house. I had a franchise concept that was the top 100 new franchise concepts were top 100 new franchise concepts by Franchise Market Magazine. Uh, we had a IPO on Wall Street and had sold our first three franchises. Life was pretty sweet. Mid six-figure income, half, very, very happy. My husband and I were, it was my birthday, and I got rear-ended by somebody and went to the doctor for whiplash. Well, when they were taking the x-rays for the whip, whiplash, they identified that I had a massive brain tumor and said I had less than six months to live, wow. which was scary, which was all kinds of things happen. Yeah. But I've been described as somebody who never gives up, and I didn't. And I told the doctor that he said I had um, six months to live. There was a surgery, but I only had a 20% chance of surviving it and I should stick with the six month. Enjoy my kids who, my daughter was 10 and my twins were six. Huh. And I thought of that and said, no, that's not it. I want what I call option C. He said, there is no op option C. I said, 
Sure, there is. You're going to do the surgery. I'm going to survive and I'm going to watch my kids grow up and get married. One of my twins just got married in March. Amazing. So, so I outlived his prediction of six months. I, I calculated it recently 32 times. So I, I survived. But in the process, several other things happened. And I found myself a single mom with three kids and didn't and living in a the 2007, the real estate market crashed. So the business failed while I was gone and all kinds of things. So I found myself standing in line to collect food stamps to feed my three kids. Yeah. Fast forward, I started my digital marketing company at that time and did a lot of websites but I was focused on the fact that the reason my company failed, the real estate company, was while I literally wrote the book on how to run a franchisee, mm -hmm. I never created the systems for the franchisor, for the company to run without me. And when I was out for six months taking care of my health, everything collapsed. So I became passionate about creating systems, creating processes, and building your business around your life, yeah. not your life around your business. Right. Yeah. So and that's that's what threw me into the entrepreneurial journey. I, I so appreciate you sharing your journey and everything that you've had to endure to get to this point, but it just shows how much of a fighter you are. And I love that you did not listen to that doctor and you're like, there's option C and I'm going for it and being exactly. Able, yes. And being able to just really fight through all the things that you had to take on when you were going through surgery in those six months. And then the real estate market crashing in 2008, but also having three little ones to take care of too on your own. That's a lot to, for one person, but I love that what you were going through turned into this amazing purpose of being able to create systems so things can continue to run and be automated. So even if you're not there, you still have things running for you. And I think a lot of business owners struggle because they're so in their business, but they're not able to take a step back and enjoy life, just like what you've been able to create for so many people across the oh, board. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Many people can't take the time to take a vacation, let alone stop and take care of the, their health or a loved one's yes. situation or health. Yeah. And health, we were talking before, health is one of the number one things too. I think if you do not have your health, you can't run a business. You can't do things that you want to do if you're not taking care of you first and then everything else that comes along with that as well. Most definitely. Or having the you can come coming in to pay you um that just adds to the stress and i think depletes your ability to survive or to thrive through whatever the situation is absolutely 
And I know you've been able to really help so many businesses, multiple businesses be saved by a lot of the tactics and strategies you have. So I'm really curious, Jamie, in your experience of building and saving so many businesses, what are your key strategies or tactics that you found most effective in driving success? Oh, sure. Absolutely. One of the things is figuring out how the process should be designed or should work. So many times we kind of fly by the seat of our pains and have various results because of it. Whereas if you can take the best situation and if you think for a minute about a favorite customer, somebody that you wish you had 10,000 versions of, Mm -hmm. If you go back and look at what that customer's journey looked like, where did you find, how did you approach them or how did they approach you? What was the steps in the process and map that out and then design the automated systems around replicating that same customer experience every time you end up with 10,000 of the favorite customers versus that customer that you see the phone ring and you go, oh God, I really don't (laughs) want to talk to this person. That customer, I have all of my clients do the same thing, map out what the customer experience was and you find where the train went off the rails. Yeah, And you make sure in the systems and the automation Mm -hmm. that you create that you never have that experience experience happen again. Yeah. Well, that's extremely important. And I love that it it goes back to those difficult customers can be a really good lesson in just what you can change, what you can shift to really help the business as a whole. And I'm curious, what have been some of the obstacles you've faced in growing your business? I know you've had multiple businesses, but um I currently have three three that we're doing. Mm -hmm. We have a copywriting company. We have keep it simple strategies. And then we have the, my hat, which is, um, came out of, I asked a friend what was different about me as a coach. And they said, you're unstoppable. You're a badass. You're in total control. And I went babe in total control of herself. Hence the acronym, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's all about making sure that you're living your life the way you want to, that you're choosing option C, as we talked about the story earlier. If I had listened to the doctors, I'd be dead today. I would have never seen my kids grow up. I would have, and and unfortunately, after that situation, my first husband passed away, so my children would have been orphans. had I listened to that doctor. So living, living life the way you want, not listening to what you should or should not do because so many people who are loving and care about you have opinions trying to quote unquote protect you. Mm-hmm. But they're not necessarily, they don't, 
you know, you have to walk a mile in a man's shoes. They haven't walked in your shoes. They don't know what's right for you. So too many times when we talk about obstacles, people have lovingly convinced me to not do something or to do something else. Mm -hmm. And it's swayed or changed what I was doing. And had I done what I wanted to begin with, things would have been different. Yeah. So listening to myself versus listening to all the other and listening to my heart, not the other voices in our heads. Because we all have the imposter syndrome voices. We all have the, what do you think? Who do you think you are? Why do you think you can do that? And shutting those out so that you can accomplish the things you want to and make the difference in the world that you were put here to do. I'm just really feeling what you're saying because I think it's just so powerful when we allow ourselves to not listen to the outside noise and when people are saying, well, you shouldn't do this or do this, especially sometimes I've seen this happen so many times where doctors give a life sentence basically of, okay, you have six weeks, six months, whatever it may be. And the individuals like yourself that surpass that is because of the will to live and the purpose that you serve in this world and being able to show up as that. And I'm so glad that you believed in yourself and knew, okay, no, there's option C. And I think we'll probably keep going back to that because I think it's just something for people to really understand. A lot of people might say, don't do this because they're wanting to protect us and take care of us and make sure we're okay. But a lot of times that can be projection of their own fears or insecurities of, well, we don't want you to be put in a certain place and not be able to do it, but realizing we're all capable of anything we set our mind to, you're living proof. And I so appreciate that example because I think there's a lot of entrepreneurs on this journey where family doesn't always, or friends don't understand what you're doing if they're not in that world, or they want to protect you because it isn't job security. When in reality, there is no job security, to be quite honest, you could get fired tomorrow. But I think it's being able to look at what you really want and go for it. And that's exactly what you've done. And I love the the Ackerman as well, being able to really live and embody that and be in control of what you want to do and not let anyone tell you differently. Exactly. And I know you've worked with a lot of different individuals of all capacities, and I'm sure you have so many stories you could share, but is there maybe one or two examples of a particular campaign or coaching client or technique that you've been able to implement for a well-known business and witness the remarkable results? So, yeah, we absolutely have multiple um, different kinds of stories. I work with people from individuals who are just starting out through large corporations that have multiple employees. Um, And because we do sales and marketing, we do automation, we do digital marketing, all of the things around communications and getting the word out and increasing revenues while decreasing the time it takes to get there. pretty well-known company in Mexico that had a list of about 50,000 contacts that they worked with. And we sent out a simple text message and we told them to send it to 50 
people at a time. And the message pretty much said, how can I help you move faster? That's all it said. Mm. And they sent this message to the first 50, 50 people on their list. And they were individual coaches that they were working. And within 24 hours, that single message generated over $50,000 and continued weekly to do the same thing for them. So it became a multi-million dollar text. That's significant. (laughs) Just one text and how it can really just inspire. Yeah, and it's a great text because it doesn't indicate that you're trying to sell them, that you're trying to do anything. It just puts you top of mind and like, oh, yeah, I I needed something about what they have and what they have to offer. Um, We have other clients that we've helped create webinars. I think our biggest webinar we've ever done with a client was $987,000 in one 45-minute webinar. Yeah, those are remarkable results too, but just being able to do fit something once and have it continue to have success as well. And I think there's so much power in a text, a webinar that is set up with the automation and you have all the things in place. So when you do get that huge amount of people coming through, you can have them going through the streamline basically to make it really simple. Absolutely. And one of the wins that we get almost every customer is we get them back anywhere from four to 10 hours a week just by implementing some simple automation up front, which then lets them focus on what their genius at and not all the miscellaneous stuff that they have to do because they're now a solopreneur. Right. It's very taxing, especially when you're a solopreneur trying to do be in the front and the back and trying to get everything accomplished. I'm curious, what are some of the tools that you've been able to use on the back end to help with automation and making sure everything is moving in the way we want it to? Sure, absolutely. I've uh, I've got a t-shirt on. I'm one of the partners with a company called Keep that is sales and marketing automation. And we've been working with them. I've been... You can't see my shelf over here, but I have multiple awards. We've been the top, one of the top uh, providers and partners for the software for years. Um, I have over 900 clients using it and saving time and increasing what they do on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I love just how things can make it so much easier. It doesn't have to be so complex. We can make it simple by using a software that allows us to really just take some of that off of us, especially as a solopreneur, because there are so many moving hats, especially if you have more than one business. (laughs) Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons my company is called Keep It Simple Strategies, because You can build long and complicated campaigns. And trust me, we've done that for many clients. 
but the simple ones are the ones that keep you moving forward, keep you growing, keep you scaling, and keep you wanting to do it because it's easy to follow and understand. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that. That's really what it sounds like to me that sets you apart from a lot of people out there because it is keeping it simple. It's being very upfront too of the strategies that you can put into place to make it really simple. And we don't need more complexity in our world right now. <laughs> but I'm curious because you mentioned you have partnerships as well. And when I was introducing you, but can you tell us about your partnerships and licensing agreements with industry leaders like Grant Cardone, Ryan Dice, and Michael E. Gerber as well, and how these collaborations influenced your own business strategies? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Michael, um, I met seven, eight years ago. Mm -hmm. And um, <laughs> that was a fun story. My daughter and I, I was in San Diego for something and we were meeting Michael for brunch. And my daughter was a freshman in college at the time I had flown her out from Miami to do the Pacific Coast Highway tour. We rented a convertible and mom and daughter took up the coast. Anyway, we're sitting there talking to Michael and he was asking me questions and I was answering and he said, so why are, are my people not telling me this? And I said, because they're yes men, you know, mm. they, they don't, they don't want to confuse you or argue with you. And he looked at me and said, do you have any clue what I charge per hour? And I started laughing. I said, no, sir, I don't. And he said, $37,000 an hour. And my daughter looked at her watch and said, we've been here two hours, mom. I don't think we can afford <laughs> to stay. It was funny. Anyway, Michael's been a longtime client and mentor. We have arrangements with Grant Cardone. I'm a licensed 10X business coach. I just came back from spending a week with, with Grant and his team in Miami, we've connected with Ryan Dice. That's been almost 10 years now. So having the associations with these world dominant leaders brings that same knowledge that I get from them to all of our clients, which is nice because none of them are, all of them are, $37,000 an hour or greater. So I, I bring that to the clients and save them that extra income and, and still get the knowledge. I love that. And I love it. Just a, a matter of being able to be open and share what's really going on in a business. And I think just what you said when you sat down with Michael and just really being honest with him too, I think people appreciate that because once you get to a certain level, a lot of times people feel like they have to say yes or like just kind of going with what is said, but really being a trailblazer in the industry. And I feel like that's what you are as well of just really speaking your truth and saying, okay, this is what we need to change, or this is how you can tweak things. And just being really, up. yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Staying exactly. in control. Yeah, exactly. And so because you have really just been so open with people and people really trust you and you're a trusted advisor, to so many companies worldwide, what are some of the common challenges that businesses often face in their sales and automation efforts? And how do you help them overcome those challenges? 
Um, the first step is they don't know where to start. They, they don't know what can be automated. So we've created a, what I call my activity tracker, which is a form. And we just changed the website. It should be coachjamieg.com slash tracker. I'll have my team check that after the call because I literally just switched the websites yesterday. Um, but on that, what I do is it's a simple form that I have all of my clients. And if it's multiple employees, I have all the employees of the company do this, where they literally write down what they've been doing for the last 15 minutes, every 15 minutes for two weeks. And at the end of that two weeks, we look at what they've done and we identify, especially if it's a solopreneur, whose role would this be if you had multiple employees? Would this be a designer, a copywriter, a social media manager, an assistant, a janitor, right? Because we're wearing all of those hats as an individual entrepreneur. So once we identify, identify that and which ones are re repeated over and over. And that's where we can start identifying places where we can build the automation. And that's where we save the four to 10 hours a week per employee. Yeah, that's absolutely so significant because it is about saving that time so that the time can be used in other ways that are going to help grow the business and not feel like you're just in a, going in a circles or on the hamster wheel versus being able to see an open road and focusing on, okay, what are our next steps to build this and make it worth everybody's while? And, you know, I know you've helped so many businesses in particular with millions of dollars in closed sales and save time, like what we were just talking about. What advice would you give entrepreneurs who are looking to achieve similar levels of success? What are some of the key principles to focus on? Know where you want to be, visualize it daily, take massive action, and don't take bad advice. That's a good one. <laughs> don't take others unless somebody has already done what you want to do, their yeah. advice is pretty much worthless. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because they're speaking from a, they're not speaking from a place of six. They, they may be speaking from their heart and they may genuinely care, yeah. but you have to look at, you know, they say you're the collection of the five people you hang around with. And if the people you are hanging around with are not where you want to be, you need to relook at where your advice is coming from. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you're right. If you don't want to be where they are, it's probably not good advice to take, but focusing on what you want and having that clear vision, I think is so spot on because like what we were talking about from the beginning, option C, no one has maybe gone where you want you to go, how you want to build it, your purpose of why you want to build something too. And I'm really curious because I know you've worked with so many different types of entrepreneurs as well. What are your top two tips for entrepreneurs versus, I know you just gave us a lot of information and insight, but what would you say are the top two things entrepreneurs need to know on this journey in addition to what you shared? You can do anything you set your mind to and dream big. Mm, yeah. 
I, I agree with those. <laughs> I think those are phenomenal and they sound simple, but really putting those into action, I think is really what's important too. And really believe it comes from inside the inside out as well. And I'm curious, I know you have so many different businesses, you're running three in particular, but what are your future goals or aspirations in the next year or so? And what do you see happening for yourself and your businesses? Sure. Within the keep it simple and the badass bitch, my goal is to change the lives of 10,000 people and the four or five people who are part of their world. And I say that because so many times, and as a single parent, when I was starting my company, my kids got put on the back burner because I was focused on building the business. Mm -hmm. And if I can help change a life so that they take option C, so that they create these systems that they're building their life, their business around their life, it's going to affect those four or five people around them and make a difference in their world. I love that. And I can't wait to see that happen. And I just thought of something else that I, I feel like is important for other entrepreneurs to know, especially the solar entrepreneur, solar, um, solopreneur. Solo. <laughs> I'm in solar. So and I, I was going to say, and solo, solar <laughs> entrepreneurs as well. Um, but just being growing up to with your children, as well as everything that you endured, what was it like building your businesses while being a mother of three as well? How did you really integrate the two? In the beginning, it was pure hell because I had to, I felt like they were fighting and competing against one another while I was building the business so that I could spend time with my kids. You know, the kids tease me even today. Mom, you would be yelling at us in a minute or, or talking about something. And all of a sudden you'd be, hi, this is Jamie, when you answered your cell phone because somebody was calling. Mm -hmm. So it was very difficult until I started setting boundaries around the work mm -hmm. and focusing on what was acceptable and what was not acceptable. And only then did I have the business under control. Business can become a green-eyed, purple, hairy monster mm -hmm. if you don't control it. So again, being in control of yourself and your business is what really makes you a badass, both as a mom as a spouse and as a business owner. Mm, I love it. And it's so spot on. It's being able to just take the reins and go as far as fast as you want, but keeping it simple, focus on one step at a time, but knowing that it can be like hell in the beginning. And usually it is, it's not this like beautiful road ahead when you first start. It's really bumpy roller coasters that you encounter but it's sticking with it and knowing that you have control over your actions and your behaviors in order to get to those next steps as well. Absolutely. Well, Jamie, I've been so enjoying this conversation, but where can people find you? Use your services. We're going to link everything below, but if you could let us know too. Sure. CoachJamieG.com is my website and it's J-A-M-I-E. 
Um, the if you like the hat, we have a uh, whole bunch of sayings and T-shirts and phone cases and all kinds of stuff with the badass bitchgear.com. So it's kind of fun to share and show. I am in control of what's going on in my life. Um, and if somebody would like a 15 minute consultation, you can go to meetwithjamieg.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jamie, for sharing all your insights, everything that you've encountered and choosing option C to really just shine your light so bright and just the journey you've been on. I so appreciate you sharing everything you did today. I'm sure everybody else has as well, but thank you so much for giving us your time and your energy today. Thank you so much, Dr. C. It's great to be able to share. And, you know, there was a time when I didn't like sharing my story because I felt that there was a privacy and there was, a, I was a victim, quote unquote, all of that sort of stuff. And the first time somebody talked me into sharing it, they told me how inspirational it was and how selfish I was being by not sharing it. And that turned something in me. So I encourage all of your listeners to share, not to dwell on the past, but to share your successes in overcoming what's happened in the past. You never know whose life you might change. Mm. I love it. And you're right. You've changed so many. And I'm so glad that that person told you to share your story because now you got to share it with us too. And so many more people can learn from your experiences and being able to really push through anything you can set your mind to because you are such a warrior and a badass bitch. <laughs> so I appreciate you coming on today and just sharing everything you did. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment below. What was the biggest takeaway from Jamie today? I'm sure she would love to see that comment. And so will I, and we will see you on the next episode.